What is going on, Badger fans? Welcome to Locked On Badgers. Uh, we're going to just do a quick kind of reaction show here. We think Braylon Allen is... What we got to do is on Braylon Allen, plus three more Badgers enter the portal, and a little talk on Maryland, the big game tonight for basketball. So a lot to talk about. This is going to be a long show, but I want to get some thoughts out there, interact with some of y'all uh, on Wisconsin, and let's go. You are Locked On Badgers, your daily podcast on the Wisconsin Badgers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to Locked On Badgers. I am your host, as always, Ryan Herrings, um, your team every day. Really do appreciate all y'all tuning in. As always, this is just a random pop-up show. Uh, we've got some Christmas lights banging behind us because it is a holiday season. So let's let's get right into it. Um, again, not going to be a long show, but I want to react to Braylon Allen put out a tweet. You know, listen, you never really know. Social media is weird. Um, but he made it. He seemed to make it pretty clear, at least, that he is coming back to Wisconsin next year. There had been a lot of um, thoughts, really going back to the middle of the season, right? What's Braylon Allen going to do? Is he going to come back? Who's who's talking to him? The names Michigan, Notre Dame, USC all came up. Um, and admittedly, this was a bit of a struggle this season for Wisconsin, for the Wisconsin offense, and even for Braylon Allen. If we're being honest, you know, Braylon Allen is a guy who averaged what six. 0.8 yards per carry last year and this year he was at 5.4 so all around it felt like a bit of a slog you can certainly understand a player thinking about transferring you can certainly understand teams reaching out to star players in the midst of a team losing their coach in the midst of kind of um, a disastrous offensive year but he he went to twitter he put it out as in he didn't say specifically i will be back next year but he did everything but that okay so if that's true it's awesome it's awesome. Even though this has not been the banner Braylon Allen year that we kind of expected, this team is absolutely undeniably, unequivocally better with Braylon Allen in the backfield, right? No one would ever argue that. This is a big-time retention, um, and it probably speaks a little bit to the back-channel conversation. Not even back-channel, all right? I'm sure Luke Fickle and Braylon Allen have talked, and I'm sure those talks went well if Braylon Allen has decided to come back to Madison because there's going to be no shortage of suitors for that dude. So, that's big news. Again, we're waiting on confirmation, waiting on more. But Braylon Allen went to Twitter and basically spelled out, um, I'm coming back. So that's awesome. Love it. Um, and sometimes, listen, sometimes the best transfer portal wins are the ones you keep, right? Sometimes the best transfer portal wins are the players you convince to stay. And um, there's going to have to be more of that on this roster. So that's a big one. Definitely wanted to talk about that. I'm excited about that. And uh, all right, let's talk about the three players entering the portal. So three more Wisconsin Badgers are entering the portal. Let's really quickly run through them. And so many of these players really pay dues. Um, and I want to, I don't want to just like, I was thinking about Graham Mertz again today. And I'm sorry if the conversation keeps going back to it, but I was more thinking about it when Graham Mertz came in, he was this heralded recruit and we were so excited for him. And then he left and everyone's just kind of like, ugh, done. You know, like I want to give credit to the players that have been in the program for a while and have gone through the the off seasons and have really put blood, sweat, and tears into this thing. And with that, let's start with Jalen Franklin, class of 2018. I almost said 19, class of 2018 kid, a senior out of Michigan, came in as a defensive player. And I will always in my head remember he had this sack where he came off the edge and he looked like Sean Merriman. Uh, not Merriman, actually, but whatever. And I was like, this guy's going to be a stud. The coaching staff switched him to tight end, and it never really took off. It is what it is. But kudos to him. Like, the, the guy put in four years in the program. Um, once a Badger, always a Badger. Hope he does well somewhere. It just wasn't fitting here, right? He clearly wasn't cracking that tight end rotation, and it's probably best for him to go on, move somewhere else, and get some reps, get some playing time. 
Samar Melvin enter the portal. I thought this one was a little interesting, a little surprising. Uh, class of 2019, he's been on the field a lot, so it's not like he hasn't been able to crack the the rotation. Um, he's he's a good player. Like he he's a tough. I've I've always thought that he's a little slight. Like Samar Melvin struggles a little bit um, in run support with physical receivers, but he's he's a good athlete. You know, he's difficult to take the or he's a guy who's able to take some of the top off. Um, but he entered the portal. He's from Florida. He's the St. Thomas Aquinas guy. I always mispronounce that name, but the power, the powerhouse high school in Florida, STA in Fort Lauderdale. He came up from there, James White's high school. Um, and was a pretty solid recruit. Again, played early, played quite a bit. Um, so he's in the portal, opens up another spot for cornerbacks. Uh, hello, maybe Avion Jones, uh, maybe Jace Arnold, the freshman coming in. Tisdell's another one, Max Lofi. You know, so there's some players there that might benefit from that hole opening up. And then the one that makes me the saddest, uh, Isaac Garendo. You, you, you all know my football man crush on Isaac Garendo, and he is entering the portal as well. He could have come back for next year. He did walk at senior day, so I think we all kind of expected this. And I don't blame him, right? Like he hasn't been able to find a meaningful rotation, meaningful reps in this backfield with Ches Malusi, Braylon Allen ahead of him. I will go to my grave thinking that this coaching staff this year for whatever reason, obviously I'm not in practice, but for whatever reason, grossly misused Isaac Rendo. And I'm not saying he needed to supplant uh, Chaz Malusi or take over Raylan Allen. I'm saying if you have a six foot, 220 pound running back that runs a four, four, you find more ways to get him the ball. Done period. That, that, he averaged seven yards per carry last year in limited carries. He was averaging six yards per carry this year. Um, and by the way, he can also catch the ball in the backfield, which we saw several times beating beating um, defenders down like a wheel route down the sideline. I they I am stunned that they were not able to get him the ball more this year. Especially, it's not like we were dropping forty spots on people. Like this offense struggled for playmakers. This offense struggled for big plays. This offense struggled scoring the ball. And you have this physical dynamo that's averaging six yards per carry and catches the ball. Yeah, I. I hope he goes and crushes it. I, I hope he goes and crushes it. Not to show anybody up. Not not for that. Just because that's another player, much like Jalen Franklin, who's been in the program a long time. And you talk about putting blood, sweat, and, and tears into the program. The injuries that he has rehabbed from and come back from, that's a dude I root for. 100%. And on top of it, I think he's a big play guy. Like It wouldn't shock me if he goes somewhere into an offense that's a little more a little more open and they give him 10 to 15 carries a game that he kind of has a, a big-time year. And ends up going to the NFL because he has NFL measurables. He really does. Um, so I'll always be sad that we didn't get to see more of him in Wisconsin. But yeah, another heck of a heck of a badger. Really appreciate everything he did over the years. Um, so that that brings up, I think it's 11 players into the portal now for Wisconsin. They haven't brought anybody in yet. I'm going to reiterate what I said on a previous show. I still don't. And this is not a knock on any player that left. I'm not trying to dance in anybody's grave. I'm not that fan who somebody leaves and I say, ah, they're terrible. I still don't think Wisconsin has lost a player in the portal that you point to and you say, that is, we were absolutely counting on him to be a stud next year. You know, I, I think there's guys that could, like Samar Melvin still has upside, Marcus Allen still has upside, uh, Tristan Monday still has upside, but overall, Wisconsin still hasn't lost a big, big time proven contributor. I think that's interesting. Now, that could still happen. The Yellow Shoe could still fall. But other programs have lost big-time players, whereas Wisconsin still hasn't quite been gutted. So um, it's interesting that that's kind of where we're at with the portal. Um, 
I do want to talk a little bit more, take some comments. In fact, let's start taking some comments. I appreciate everybody tuning in. Again, this is more mostly just a reaction to three more players entering the portal and Braylon Allen reportedly coming back, which that's a home run addition. Like I said, the best transfer portal wins are often the, the players you convince to stay out of the portal. They're the ones you convince to stay. So I'm excited about that. Uh, really quickly, I do need to take a break, talk about a friend of the show and a friend of probably all of us, quite frankly, Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks is um, one of our, our favorite places to shop this holiday season. Gives you um, great gift baskets. And with a lockdown, you get a great offer off. And um, it's America's original butcher, opening operating since 1917, a holiday gift that's guaranteed to be loved. And with lockdown, again, you get a great gift. There is a minimum order that may be required. But Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away so you can get it out for the holiday season. Be a gift-giving hero. Send an assortment of mouthwatering favorites guaranteed to impress like the legendary Butcher's Cut Filet Mignon. Just saying that word makes it sound delicious. Air-chilled boneless chicken, ultra-juicy burgers. I'm getting hungry right now. And the easy-to-prepare comfort meals that are ready in a flash. Okay, Omaha Steaks is everything you need this to give a gift that's simply perfect. Again, gifts like perfectly aged steak, tender burgers, decadent desserts. Um, plus, with this special radio offer, you get $30 off your order. Minimum order is required. Shop early, beat the shipping rush. Whether you're shopping for friends, family, colleagues, or yourself, every order is backed up by their unconditional money-back guarantee. All right, let's keep getting into this. Let's take some comments here. Um, again, I always want to do that because I appreciate everybody so much for tuning in. Really quick, by the way, if you guys didn't hear, we're doing a major holiday giveaway, Badger giveaway show. It's going to be on YouTube. We have autographed helmets, uh, sports cards. All is just a way to say thank you. So it's going to be free. You're going to have to tune into the show. We're going to do some trivia giveaways. And if you win the giveaways, you're going to you're going to win the swag. So it's just a way to say thank you. I hope all y'all can make it for that. Uh, more details to come on that. All right, let's get it. Uh, Mike Christman says, when would you expect to see players coming into the portal? Oh, let me take off this uh, promo, this Omaha Stakes thing too. Um, when would you expect to see players coming in, if any, from the portal? So I would take away that last part, if any. There will definitely be players from the portal. Wisconsin is going to need to hit, I would say, a quarterback, a nose tackle, maybe a tight end, running back, and a punter, at least from the portal. They have to get some veteran dudes in here, right? There's some real holes on this roster. I would expect in the next couple of weeks. Remember, the portal opened yesterday, but it's open for three weeks or even more. It's open for 45. I think, yeah, open till 45 days, I think it is. I have to look that up. I'm blanking right now. I just literally read it. But my, my bigger point is, and the point that matters is there's time. And this coaching staff is still coalescing. It's still coming together. We still don't have final word on Jim Leonard, on the offensive coordinator. I expect those dominoes to fall very, very quickly. And you're going to start seeing six, seven, eight players coming from the portal. I would say within the next next week or so. So great question. Appreciate you chiming in. And I think there's some real needs there that they're going to have to hit. Uh, Jake, USMC. Once again, thank you for your service, my man. If, if you are a Marine Corps, um, some people put that in their tag if their dad was or their uncle was or their friend was or they planning on joining up. But either way, I appreciate y'all if you if you serve. And for everyone listening, um, from one veteran to another, I, I appreciate y'all so, so much for everything you've done. So, yeah, he's talking about Braylon Allen. It makes zero sense for him to leave. See, I don't know, man. I I would say if if you are presented with yet another coach, I mean, what is that for him? Three coaches now, if you count Jim Leonard, in a young career, a team that struggled, a team that has been able to figure it out offensively, a team that probably isn't competing for a title next year. I can make I can make the argument for a young player wanting to go to like a Michigan where he could play for a national title potentially and not have to not have to maybe be through a bit of a rebuilding year. So I I could see it. Now, listen, I think you can also make a great case for him to stay, right? You're going to get fed the rock. You're going to be the dude. We're still going to run the ball. Luke Fickle's a great coach. All of that is also true. But 
I could see the case for him leaving. Um, Big Apple Bucky. And by the way, it sounds like he's not, which is awesome. And that was your follow-up comment. It sounds like he's staying. Uh, Big Apple Bucky, longtime supporter of the show. I thought Garenda was the team's most effective back in the second half of the season when Allen was dinged up. Agreed. Agreed. Like, it's not a knock on Allen. Allen got banged up. And for some reason, they still just couldn't. And Malusi was coming off of, uh, coming back from an injury, too. It was just set up to give this this 200-pound speedster, or 220-pound speedster, more, more carries, more touches. And it doesn't all have to be up the middle. Like, jet sweep, screen, wheel route. Uh, draw on third down. I, they just did not utilize Garendo, in my opinion, nearly as much as they should have. And excuse me, there's an argument to be made about, oh, Garendo's been been pl- uh, plagued by injuries. He's been banged up his whole career. He can't be that dude. But so has Braylon Allen and Ches Malusi. They've also been banged up their careers, right? Uh, I just, it just, I just really struggled with it. I, I will go to my grave thinking they underused Isaac Rendo. And I hope he, I hope he goes out and crushes it. And again, that's not to show anybody up. I don't hope he goes out and crushes it to show up who was calling plays last year or to prove me right. I hope he goes out and crushes it because he has killed himself in the rehab room getting back and he's given a lot to this program. So uh, let's keep going. Zombie Panda 7. Thoughts on some Illinois kids that are visiting? LZ Howard, Taylor, Jancy Pierce. So we do have a show coming up tomorrow uh, with John Garcia Jr. We're going to talk specifically about LZ. We're going to talk about Howard. LZ's a receiver, Malik LZ. He's a 6'3 receiver, borderline four-star guy. Uh, really good frame. I like him a lot. Jamal Howard, uh, you know, uh, you all know I've talked about him at nauseum. He is such a big recruit for the Badgers this cycle because they just don't have a 320-pound guy that can move on the roster once Benton leaves. And, and Howard is that dude. Now, Howard's locked in a tough recruiting battle. Old Miss just offered him. If you've ever been down there, that place is gorgeous. Um, Michigan's still after him. Wisconsin's after him. Nebraska's after him. So this has become a, a really hot recruit. Um, but Wisconsin's still right there. They're getting another official visit from him. He was obviously their first love. So I hope they get him. And there's a couple more kids, by the way, coming over as well. We're going to talk a lot of recruiting tomorrow on John Garcia with John Garcia. Uh, Zombie Panda, thank you for the comment. Uh, Frank Carone, the NIL and transfer portal make me sick. Yeah. Listen. It doesn't for me, but I understand the perspective, right? I, I get it having watched college football a certain way for a long time. This is this flips the paradigm. So I, I really, really do get that. For me, I look at it slightly different. I've talked about it. I've made professional moves, right? When I've had a better opportunity. So I have a hard time. I know it's different. I know it's not apples to apples. I get that. I have a hard time holding athletes, younger athletes to a standard that I wouldn't hold myself to, right? Like I've made moves to get better opportunities. I've made moves to work under better people that I thought would work out better for me. Um, so I feel like athletes should have that right. But this, there is a level of tampering here that feels dirty. There's a level of constantly having to re-recruit your own players that feels a little weird. So I, Frank, I get it, man. I really do. Zach Ramsey, sad to see Isaac go. My man, Zach, I agree. Uh, Frank Crone again. Oh, I, he's an Ohio State fan. I pray Luke Fickle does great. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. We do too. <laughs> yeah, we, we do as well, man. Um, and if he does, stay away from him, please. Let's see. Joe Wegner, uh, who all left in the portal so far? I, I'm probably not going to remember all off the top of my head, but you have the two quarterbacks, right? You have Mertz and Deacon Hill. You have um, Samar Melvin, Tristan Monday, the defensive end out of Arizona that I really liked. I thought he had a lot of young promise. You have, um, let's see, who else? Oh, I'm going to blank so many. That's only four. Garendo, Stephen Bracey, Marcus Salen, the two receivers are gone. Um, Fertney just left. Logan Brown, although I wouldn't count that as a transfer portal thing. Like, he kind of got dismissed. Um, but that's that's kind of the, the gist of it. There are a couple of receivers, cornerback, offensive line, two quarterbacks. 
All in all, though, I think you'd struggle to find a guy that you had penciled in as a number one starter next year that left in the portal, which I think is interesting. Oh, here's an interesting take. Andrew Smith. The only player um, I do not want to lose is Ingram. Who knows if he stays at this point, especially with the coaching changes and his dad. He looks so fluid and fast playing with reliable hands. That's a really interesting take, Andrew. That's not a name I've, I've heard a lot of people talk about and for in terms of hoping he stays because I think a lot of people have been a little frustrated with him as a punt returner. Now, that doesn't mean he can't excel in other areas. I actually thought he was really good as a defensive back, and I don't think they utilized him properly in the slot. I agree with you. He's competitive. He's feisty. I think he gets open. I think he gives the Badgers a skill set that the other receivers don't bring. Um, so, yeah, I would love to have him come back as a receiver. I think they got to do better at punt return. I, I think they have to find someone that – and maybe it's Ingram getting better, but I don't think we saw out of him what we need out of that unit this year. But I would love to have Ingram back as a slot receiver, especially with new offensive staff that might be able to utilize that that skill set a little bit more. Uh, that's a great comment, man. I really love it. Uh, Kendrick Stumbris says, I think the biggest loss so far is Samar Melvin. Reserve corner this year, but we're losing three other seniors. Yeah, that contributed with – uh, Jay Shaw, Cedric Dort, Justin Clark. We need depth. Kendrick, yeah, it's a great point. Like Melvin has played a lot. He was clearly not struggling to get onto the field and he would have had a bigger role next year. I agree. Like that's a hit. You know, that's, I, I said in a previous show, just because I'm saying a player isn't a star or a starter next year, doesn't mean it doesn't mean you don't want him for depth. Like he was definitely an important part an integral part of the depth of this cornerback unit and him gone next year does hurt. Now I will say this. I think Avion Jones is a, is a young rising star, right? He's he's a cornerback. Um, he's fast. He's big. He has a great build. He really would have had more. He had more recruiting interest than people realize. Um, he's a guy John Garcia Jr. from Sports Illustrated said was our, our most under recruited player, like the biggest sleeper we have. So I think he's a star that's going to hopefully step up. I still like the idea of Al Ashford moving back to cornerback. That big six one. Um, kid out of Colorado that they moved to safety. You have Max Lofi on the roster. Alexander Smith said he's coming back. AJ Tisdale and Jace Arnold are coming in this class. So there are young cornerbacks here, Kendrick, but yeah, you are Kendrick. Sorry, but you're definitely right. Like Melvin would have been great for depth and, um, he is a loss for sure. Let's see. Um, let's keep going down here. Martin Pisa speculating pizza, speculating that, uh, hopefully this means Jimmy will be back. This is in reference to Braylon Allen. I hope so too. And quite frankly, Braylon Allen talked about the connection with Jim Leonard saying, I'll be back if he's back. Now, he was assuming he'd be back as the head coach, but I think you can maybe start connecting some dots here. At least I hope so. Um, let's keep going here. There are a ton of questions. Again, I'm not going to be able to get everything on, on here. Um, Mehmet, Mehmet Pakmu says, Isaac's, and I, I greatly apologize if I missed your last name, uh, my friend. Isaac's uh, career reminds me of Corey Clement's career. Yeah, a, a little bit, you know, kind of injury prone, didn't get as many touches as he should have, but really physically talented. I think Isaac's um, kind of a bigger, faster back. Clement's probably a little tougher, better in between the tackles. But I could absolutely see Isaac, much like Corey Clement, going into the NFL and carving out a role because his physical skill set is good enough to play in the in the league. It's good enough to play in the NFL. Um, I Oh, Lakefo, one of my favorite um, pessimistic posters. Uh, I've been talking about Cumberland, Wisconsin a lot. Y'all know that's my favorite hometown, um, favorite small town in Wisconsin. He says he'll be attending the Rutabaga Festival. For those of you who don't know, uh, Cumberland, Wisconsin, the Rutabaga Festival, it's a lot of fun. I love it. Uh, go find the Golden Bega. And, uh, yeah, that's a great time. I appreciate it, Akefo. Um, We're going to finish up here, Bax Outdoor Adventure. 
Um, this is just adding excitement to me. We are finding kids that actually were committed to Wisconsin. So I wanted to throw this comment up there. I'm going to finish on this one. I apologize if, if I don't get to all the comments, but we're going to have another show tonight. So Backs Outdoor Adventures says this is just adding excitement to me. We're finding what kids were actually committed to Wisconsin. The only thing I would say with that, so it's true, right? The players that are truly committed to the program are probably not leaving for the portal. But the only caveat to that I would say is sometimes players are really committed and then circumstances change, right? And players sometimes do need to go find, in my opinion, just in my opinion here, let me know in the comments if you think I'm wrong, um, but they have to go find a better opportunity for themselves. And I'm okay with that. But I do understand your point and your perspective here. Uh, and with that, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, again, we're going to talk tonight again. We're going to go live after the Maryland game. I didn't even get a chance to talk about that on this show, but that's a tough one. Maryland's undefeated, coming off a, a beatdown. Not a beatdown, but they beat number 16, Illinois. Uh, Rajiv and I are going to talk about that game live today. We're going to react after it, talk about more of the portal stuff with Rajiv, react to the game, and take even more of your comments. So that's coming up tonight. I just wanted to get a quick show out. I uh, appreciate all y'all so much on Wisconsin, and let's go. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.